Welcome to Sports AF. Today, we'll be starting the podcast. This is episode one. And we'll also be talking about the Super Bowl 55, Deshaun Watson situation in Houston, Packers loss to the Buccaneers, and how big this offseason could be. Hope you enjoy. Super Bowl 55, who's going to win? Um, I personally, I have the Chiefs winning. I think the Bucks will put up a good fight, and I think they'll keep scoring and keep the score close, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop Mahomes and the Chiefs offense. I think Mahomes has too many offensive weapons, and the Buccaneers aren't going to have a very good uh, way to stop it. They have five injured defensive players, so let's. I, I, I think that will affect them a lot. Maybe not. Um, I just don't think they'll be able to stop Mahomes' offense. The Chiefs have a few big injuries as well, including Sammy Watkins and Le'Veon Bell. Both of them are questionable. Um, I think Le'Veon Bell will probably be okay to play in the game, and probably Sammy Watkins as well. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Um, the Chiefs also have five injured linemen, which could really affect the... Chiefs entire offense if Mahomes doesn't have enough time to get the ball off then it Mahomes isn't really a mobile quarterback so that could really really affect them especially if the Buccaneers can bring the rush as well as they did against Drew Brees and the Saints um we'll see what they could do there the Buccaneers also have a few injuries including Antonio Brown and Mike Evans both are questionable and I'm pretty sure both will be able to play in the Super Bowl uh, if not, that could be a huge deal. It could completely change the course of the Super Bowl and take away any hope of the Buccaneers winning because those are two very big receivers. They also have five defensive players injured, including Jason Pierre-Paul and Vita Vey. Uh I don't know how to say his last name. Um, that doesn't help at all because the Chiefs have such an explosive offense and if you can't stop them with your starters, you're not going to be able to stop them with your backups. So I I hope that they can get some of their defensive players back in because if they can't, that's going to be a huge deal. They're going to have to somehow stop the strong, explosive Chiefs, and I don't know if they can. A better bet, a good amount of money on Super Bowl 55, and that amount of money was $2.3 million dollars. And that bet was on the Buccaneers winning. Uh, I don't think the Buccaneers will win, and I think that person just lost a lot of money. <laughs> um, I believe the Chiefs beat the Buccaneers earlier in the season, too. So, I mean, just looking at that, if I was a better, I would definitely not bet $2.3 million on the Buccaneers winning that at all. That's crazy to me. I don't even know if I would bet money on the Buccaneers winning at all. It's just crazy to me that anybody would do that. Now I'm going to talk about the Deshaun Watson situation in Houston. Um, for those of you who don't know, Deshaun Watson recently requested a trade, but the Texans have stated that they have no plan to trade him. So... 
that's not good for Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Texans just hired the Ravens' wide receiver coach. Uh, I wonder if that could change Deshaun Watson's mind. I don't think it will. I don't think Deshaun Watson likes Houston at all. And I think if he stays in Houston, he's going to end up wasting his career like Matthew Stafford did in Detroit. He has the ability to be a great player, but the Houston has no great players. They had DeAndre Hopkins, and they traded him away. So why are they keeping Deshaun Watson? I, I don't understand that part. Um, Watson has a no-trade clause on his contract, which means he can say no So if to any trade. So if the Texans want to trade him to the 49ers, and he doesn't want to go to the 49ers, he can say, no, I don't want to do that, and that trade is automatically canceled. He he can't be traded there because that no-trade clause. And I wonder if that's affecting the situation. Um, I think that they don't want to offer trades out because he has the no-trade clause that he can just basically control where he goes. If he doesn't want to go to the 49ers, he doesn't go there because of that no trade clause. So I think that's part of the reason why the Texans don't plan on trading him this season. Now, if Deshaun Watson were to be traded, I could see him going to a couple of places. Um, I could see him actually being traded to the 49ers. I think he's... I don't know if he said he wanted to go there, um, but I could think he wants to go there. I think he would like that much better than Houston. Um, thank you. I don't think the 49ers are happy with their quarterback situation right now. Jimmy Garoppolo was basically out all season. So, I mean, he couldn't help that he got injured, but I wonder if they're planning on benching Jimmy Garoppolo because they want Watson. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I could also see him go to Detroit um, with Matthew Stafford requesting a trade. Uh, I could see him going to Detroit, but I feel like that would just be wasting his career as well. Uh, I could see him going to Miami. I think he said he would do that. Uh, Miami trades Tua for him. I, I think that would be pretty cool. I think Miami would be a great team under Deshaun Watson. And um, I could see him going to the New York Jets, uh, which ha there have been a lot of rumors about. But if that does happen, that would change up the draft because they wouldn't need Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, whoever they pick. So that would leave whoever that person they would pick left in the draft, and that would shake up the draft a lot. So see how that goes. <laughs> All right, now we have the Packers lost to the Bucks, which was terrible. Uh, the Packers should have easily won that game, and I think that doesn't just lay on Matt Lafleur. I don't know how to say his last name, but that I feel like that was the entire team's fault. Uh, Coach Matt Lafleur calling a field goal on fourth and goal with two minutes left in the game while they were down by eight was very 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 weird I don't know why you would do that um, I'm 16 and I know that was a terrible call uh, the Super Bowl depended on it and he called a field goal and left it on his team's hands when they had the chance to go for eight 
and they had they it was a fourth and goal. They were inside the ten. They were driving down the field. I didn't see a reason why you wouldn't go for a touchdown. The Super Bowl is on the line. It it was just insane to me that they did that. I don't know why you wouldn't even chance it. You're down by eight regardless, so even if you score a touchdown, you have to go for two. But a touchdown is more than a field goal, and a touchdown helps you more than a field goal in that situation. I don't understand why you would call a field goal. It, I don't know how that could ever sound like the right call, but it is what it is. Um, Aaron Rodgers had opportunities to run the ball when... They were inside the 10-yard multiple times, but he forced passes instead, which to me was very unsmart. I don't... He, he would just roll out right and then... Or right or left, and then force a pass. It would be incomplete. And then the next down, and do it again and again. He he had he had so much open field, and it, it was insane to me. He, he didn't utilize the field he had. And I know he's not a mobile quarterback, but... Yards are yards, and when the Super Bowl is on the line, you gotta get those yards. You you gotta force that, even if you take a hit, even if you don't make the yards, you may, you don't get a touchdown. You still put that you still put that effort in, and I don't know. I feel like that was crazy to me that he didn't run the ball. Uh, the defense was unable to stop the Buccaneers like they had the rest of the second half. Which, I mean, it wasn't their fault. They shouldn't have been in that position. But the second half, they played amazing. The Buccaneers in the first half, they played even better than either of them. And that showed because they ended up winning the game. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers played like he should have. I think I don't think he gave it his all or something. I don't know. Because he did not make a lot of smart decisions. Or he missed a couple decisions that he should have made. And I was disappointed by that. I thought they should have won that. That would have been crazy. Kind of wanted Aaron Rodgers to go to the Super Bowl. Um, and I was surprised that the defense couldn't stop him. It was kind of disappointing. Um, and I don't know how you can call that the right call. Saying, I'm down by eight with two minutes left in the game. And you kick it. I just don't see why in any way how that was smart and how you would think that that's the right decision so but it is what it is all right so we got a lot to talk about for our fourth topic which is how crazy and how big this offseason could be Uh, we're going to talk about the Steelers the Eagles the Lions the Packers the Falcons and the Saints so starting off the Steelers recently signed Dwayne Haskins, ex-Washington quarterback. Um, I think they're going to have Big Ben mentor him like Tom Brady did with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think him learning under Big Ben will help him as a quarterback and help him grow a lot. And maybe the Steelers could build their franchise after him. Who knows? We'll have to see what they do. Juju Smith-Schuster contract is up. They will probably re-sign him because he's a major part of their offense and is a great receiver. Uh, The Steelers have low cap space, but tight end Vance McDonald retired, which saved them $5.2 million, which isn't a lot, but will help them a lot. Eagles 
fired head coach Doug Peterson and hired Nick Sirani from the Colts. I don't know his coaching style, so we'll have to wait and see if he can save the Eagles. Um, Carson Wentz has been struggling lately with 15 interceptions last season, and he only played in 12 games, so that's not very good. Um, I don't know why they're keeping him, especially when they have Jalen Hurts, but we'll have to see what they do this season. We'll have to see if they keep him. Lions fire Matt Patricia, who I thought was a really good coach, and hire Dan Campbell. I was pretty surprised that Matt Patricia got fired because I thought he was a better coach, and obviously I was wrong because he had a 13-29-1 and record with his time as a head coach in Detroit. Uh, I don't think Dan Campbell can save the Lions, but he seems like a tough guy, so we'll have to see what he can do. Matt Stafford got traded to the Rams for Jared Goff in a 2021 third-round pick and a 2022 and 2023 first-round pick. Um, I'm glad Matt Stafford got out of Detroit because I feel like he wasted a lot of years of his career in Detroit. Uh, we'll see what they can do with Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff will do good in Detroit. We'll, we'll, I, we'll see. Packers fire their special special teams coach because they struggled on special teams all season. Aaron Rodgers is uncertain if he will return, and I have no idea where he could end up if he doesn't return. Uh, for some reason, I could see him as a San Francisco 49er, uh, but I don't know. I don't think he will leave the Packers probably for the entire time he plays. I don't think Matt LaFleur should worry about his decision to kick the field goal because he's had multiple great seasons with the Packers and one bad call isn't that big of a deal. So he should probably just shake that off and move on, which I bet he is. Falcons are entering uncertain times after going 4-12 with a great team. They must have bad chemistry because Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley, and Matt Ryan are all very good players and are all on offense, so their offense should have been better. <clears throat> the Falcons don't have a great defense, but they do have a great offense, and with that, I'd expect them to have a better record, or at least a winning record. I think the Falcons should start to trade away their older players and start rebuilding because it's going to suck if they keep going 4-12, and and they're not going to be able to rebuild if they keep holding on to players that they think are good and that are really holding them back. The Saints have a lot going on this offseason with very low cap space. This low cap space gives them not a lot of money to re-sign their great free agents. It also gives them very little room to build on their team and very little room to spread this offseason. Drew Brees is the biggest of the Saints' problems because they have a big decision to make with him. Drew Brees is getting old and is uncertain if he will retire or not, but Drew retiring could save the Saints nearly $100 million dollars which is a lot of cap space. But if he does decide to stay, should the Saints keep him or trade him? Drew Brees is a great quarterback, but the Saints have Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. And with trading Drew Brees, they will save nearly $100 million. So we'll see what they do. All right, that's all for today's episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it.